0: Welcome to Embrace the Musica, where we're going to dig into the raw, vulnerable, tough, and beautiful pieces of this journey called life. I'm Dominique Dines, who at the age of 21 moved abroad to Mexico to start teaching after growing up in a small town in Minnesota. My husband is from Peru and we met salsa dancing 10 years ago in Guadalajara, Mexico. Here we are today raising two lovely, tricultural kids. We speak more Spanish than English in our home and do a lot of salsa dancing in the kitchen. Embrace the Musica is going to be a place where we talk about what it's like being married to someone from a completely different culture, living in a place that neither of us grew up in, being a working mom, constantly fighting or accepting cultural norms, and all the things that keep us afloat, which includes a lot of heart and humility. So let's Embrace the Musica today. Hi everyone! What a week! Once again, the news is changing ever so fast, and we're all trying to figure out what this week, this month, or this year is going to turn into. It has been a whirlwind for sure. I don't know where you are, what's going on necessarily as far as quarantine and (laughs) mandates from the government and all of that, but we're currently on our first five-day mandated quarantine in our house. Technically, we've been in quarantine now for eight days, but It's an official ask from the government as of a couple days ago. And to be honest, it's a bit overwhelming. It's a lot to all be in the house together. It's a lot to think we haven't put the kids in their car seats and gone anywhere in over 10 days. It's a lot to think about the fact that we haven't spent any money in the last week beyond buying a few cleaning supplies and some coffee beans. Life can change so quickly. It's a lot to think about the fact that many of us might not be able to fly back to the States to see our family for many months. And there's so many unknowns, so many things that nobody can say for certain, so many fears. For us, the peso in Mexico is at a record low and it's looking to drop even more, which is super depressing. And this idea of being trapped inside our houses, stuck with ourselves and our loved ones, it can definitely be overwhelming. But on the flip side, it's also such a privilege. And I know that we are living privileged lives. I say that because we can stay home. We can work from home. We have enough groceries to last us for a while. We're lucky, we are fortunate that we love each other and that we're safe. And being the optimist that I tend to be, I've been thinking about all the little ways that this is gonna actually be good for us. For example, So much of life typically would feel like we're always running, we're always trying to keep up with all the things, and I would so often feel behind, or like I was running late because I tried to fit too much into my day. And quarantine, for better or worse, has taken that pressure off of me. I don't have to be anywhere, I don't have to be doing something nonstop. In our days now, they've taken on a new routine of keeping our kids entertained, doing their homework, trying to get work done during the day, keeping the house just clean enough and making a routine within these walls. And it's made me think about all the ways that we're learning to be intentional with the people in our lives. Without the crazy schedules that we were so accustomed to follow, I actually find myself chatting more with my family who lives all over the world despite the distance. I've been scheduling virtual wine nights or calls with my friends just to connect. I've been being more intentional with Walter and our communication at home. Hello, I guess that one is sort of obvious. We're stuck together right now. Um, but I say it because it's true. And I see so many people getting creative with all this extra time they have in one place. And I love that, it's one of my favorite things. I know that there's so many videos, so many memes and messages being forwarded around the globe and I understand that it can be overwhelming and a bit much. I've even had a few friends tell me they're so sick of group chats right now. I however, I really love the creativity and I love the innovation taking place. I love seeing people connecting with Mo Williams and learning to doodle and draw. I love that parents are connecting to the Cincinnati Zoo to watch a daily animal show. I love that we can listen to bedtime stories read by the Frozen actor who plays Olaf. And it, honestly, I can't help but be in awe of humanity. Look at everyone stepping up and creating and sharing their gifts and their passions. And it's sort of ironic to think that without this pandemic, as social as we all are in our everyday lives, A lot of these new ways of connecting, sharing, and innovating, they may not have happened. And I can speak from my world of education as a former teacher, I'm seeing teachers and parents suddenly thrust into this online learning environment which so many had managed to avoid in the past. I see teachers posting videos on YouTube or learning how to create a Google Form or hosting Google Meet or Zoom calls to connect with their students. As a parent, I see all of my parent friends figuring out how to access Google Classroom and make sure that their kids are turning in their work. And I know, based on the chats I'm in, that I have a lot of friends who may have a lot to say on this matter, as we're only one week in here in Mexico. And trust me, it has been a lot. But just as everything else in our lives is going a little bit slower, I also trust that virtual learning is going to slow down a little bit. We're all gonna get used to it because it's likely gonna be our reality for some time to come. And as our world has changed so much, so quickly, I also think about some of the other positives that have come as a result of being home more often we're cooking so much more at our house and we're being more intentional about what we're eating and how we're spending our time. And I know that while the cooking thing is a positive thing for us, it's definitely been hard on our friends who are restaurant owners. Some have had to close while others are doing delivery only. So I definitely understand that with every positive, there's likely a negative side to things as well. We've been trying to find ways to support local businesses that are still doing delivery services as we try to purchase what we can and share with others that same information. And there's so many unknowns with all of this, it's really hard for me to try to put into words all of my thoughts and doubts and confusion and fears and all of the things that we're feeling these days. And I know that we are just in the beginning stages of what is likely to be our new way of living for quite some time now. And I know that so many of us started out 2020 with high hopes and expectations for a new decade before we were suddenly thrust into this new reality of staying home and adjusting our lives, our work, our responsibilities, our focus, our communication, and all the things. It's so easy to feel down, upset, confused, and even disappointed given all of these circumstances. But I found that looking for the positives my day seems brighter and more manageable and through it all I think we need to remember that we are the privileged ones who can stay home and have the means to do so I can't help but think about all the people specifically in Mexico where we call home who are truly living day to day the people who depend on their tortilla sales to buy food for their family The people who literally have no savings and no way of knowing if they're going to be able to feed their children tomorrow if they don't work today. It breaks my heart. And so many people are quick to accuse the majority in this country who truly feel like they can't stay home as not working today means not eating tomorrow. And on that same thread, I've heard a lot of people say, well, we're going to die someday if you know hunger doesn't kill me this will kill me or what have you all sorts of things that you hear out there but in a lot of cases people are truly acting out of necessity they may be exposed to the virus and bring it home to their family or be passing it on to someone on the street annoyingly and it's so easy to get upset about this but i can also see their side of the story So if you can stay home, please do make the most of it. Look for the positives and look for ways that you can still help others, the most vulnerable, the most in need. One way that we've been able to do that here is through our church. Our church is also a cafe during the week and they've turned their kitchen into a serving kitchen that is only making meals for those most in need. People in the community can pay the equivalent of $2 for a meal and take it to someone in need Or people can just donate and the church is giving meals out to those who need food. That's just one way and I've seen so many others posting ideas on social media of ways that we can come together and support those in need while we are staying home and doing our part to literally save humanity. It's scary times for sure with so many unknowns and growing uncertainty each day as we see the numbers rise and we see the countries close their borders. But while it's scary, it's also a time that we can all come together. We can all help one another, be creative, stay connected, and appreciate the simple things that we may have taken for granted in the past. So if you liked today's episode, please share with your friends, like, subscribe to this podcast so that we can keep learning together. And until next time, with heart and humility, embrace the música.